0: Welcome to the Soapbox, the podium podcast. Each guest for each episode gets their own airtime to talk about whatever subjects they want, what irks them, what excites them, what they need to get off their chest. I'm your host, Emmy Huff, and today's guest is Shelby Bandelow. Thank you for having me, Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the first episode of the podcast. I'm honored to be your first guest today. So I thought you'd be the perfect guest for the technology conversation because I feel that we might have a little bit of a different experience with social media and technology um and i say that because i i've said i am addicted to my phone before and many people have made jokes about that like it's it's very strange um but i think it's common yeah um i think it's the i think it's the opposite for me Mm -hmm. um because people make fun of me because i'm not on my phone yes, ever ever absolutely and it's, never. it's really funny people have to call me like four times in order for like me to like pick up or like look at my phone it's really sad and yeah. i need to do better on it texts don't work <laughs> don't text me but honestly me. <laughs> i so we're both on the other end of the spectrum right where i'm yeah. on my phone all the time that being said if you text me if anyone texts me and i don't respond sometimes i think i respond sometimes i imagine texting them back and then I don't. It's like walking but yes. with like texting. And then I realized six hours later, oh my god, I never texted. Oh, speaking of, I have to text someone back. Okay, oh, I'll do, I'll do it goodness. after <laughs> it. Yeah, <Okay. laughs> it's fine. But yeah, so yeah. I I think we're on the other end of the spectrum from yeah. each other. Where I, I, I think we can learn from each other with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm even on my computer too much, which you know we'll get into that. But I thought we could go through the social medias, um, because we both had an English class. Well, I'm I'm in the English class yeah. now, but you had the English I class took it last semester. Last semester, where we basically talk about cancel culture and like public shaming public shunning online um so let's talk about twitter do you want to talk about twitter okay so here's my stance on twitter guys i'm a newbie to twitter like i'm a complete noob like i Mm -hmm. just got it I was my full government name for a while, yeah. and I'm public on Twitter, so it's kind of like the problem where, when I'm talking about things that like maybe aren't... Stuff that's in your personal life that like you don't need certain people to see. Yeah. like Is that what you're or trying to say? businesses. Yeah. Maybe my, my job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe my college, you know. So it's definitely like, my government name is probably not the best to handle if I'm going to be talking about some of these things. Yeah, so we're on different sides of the Twitter um, realm as well, because... Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm like experienced, but I definitely like when I first started with Twitter. I didn't mm-hmm. know how to use it, and I didn't really like it because yeah. I thought it was just like for journalists and millennials. I thought that was no. <laughs> yeah, I definitely see a lot of millennials on Twitter. Yeah, there's um, there's a there's a lot of like, everyone. Their feed is like dog videos, Joe Rogan, and like God, I don't know Joe Rogan's <laughs> Buzz. It, like like it's it's like updated Buzzfeed. Millennials right. on Twitter is like updated Buzzfeed. Yeah. They found their new. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot about BuzzFeed. Yeah. That was such a turning point in online history, I think. Oh yeah, for sure. For, especially for YouTube. You just joined Twitter. How do I you get... feel about it? Um, you know, I think Twitter can be like a really scary place. And I'm just like, I'm just thinking back to that one English class that I had that you're currently having. Yeah. Um, where we spent the whole semester reading a book by John Ronson. It's called So You've Been Publicly Shamed. Mm-hmm. So basically it talks about his experience with Twitter and other people's experiences, and he's like a sociologist, like he's like a popular guy or whatever. Um, Professor O'Neill, she's like he's a little strange, <laughs> but um,
1: but an yeah, interesting guy. I think I
0: think it was an interesting book because um, it really talked about like how you can you can literally think nothing of like a tweet or something that you post online, yeah, and it can blow up and like come back at your face. Like people like lost their jobs in that book. Yep. People. Um, people had to like start over, like their life. It um, ruins your life. Yeah, um, I don't know if you finished the book yet. I haven't. Um, do you mind if I spoil like one person? I think you can. Okay. I think you can spoil it. Um, her name was Lindsay Stone, mm-hmm. right? And she kind of like became like a viral internet meme. I don't know if you listeners remember <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Stone. Let me look her well, up. Lindsay Stone, while you're tall. yeah. So she was this girl, and she, well, she still is alive, obviously, but um. But yeah, so she basically got a volleyball slammed. player. She got slammed on Twitter. Um, um, she got internet shamed because she posted a picture on Facebook that her friend took of her, um, like shouting and like flipping off the camera Oops. in front of um, in front of a sign that says um, "Be quiet and respectful." Oops. But it was at Arlington National Cemetery. <sighs> So everyone was, like, flaming her for that. Um, Like, and people like to post, like, dumb little inside jokes on the internet. Yeah, that's the picture. Yeah, silence and respect, Arlington National Cemetery. Yeah. So Uh, she was a volleyball player. Yeah, and she had a good job, and she worked with, um, like, kids with special needs, Mm. and she helped them out. Mm. Um, And then after she got, like, flamed, she, like, like, her post from her job, like, gone. Yeah. um, But, yeah, that can be, like scary because that was like an inside joke i guess but like i can see like how people can take it the wrong way like it honestly depends and like it's so weird because when you're on the internet it's kind of like a mob mentality yes absolutely because people one person will catch on to something you did and not necessarily like i would i would argue there with cancel culture especially on twitter there are there are people who deserve to be publicly shamed in my opinion there are people who who have done Horrible things that deserve But then there are people who kind of slip up Mess up or act stupid I've talked about shame with a few other people And I do think shame is necessary To evolve as a person And grow Yeah. Um, Because how are you supposed to grow if you're not ashamed Of anything you've done If (laughs) you don't look back at middle school And how you used to do your makeup or wear your clothes Or what kind of bands you listen to And you don't cringe I think you didn't uh, experience shame the way People should experience shame (laughs) Um, I definitely do think shame is a part that needs to grow. Mm -hmm. But um, there's a difference between, like, your own personal shame and the entire, like, internet shaming you, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just my opinion on it. Um, So another thing I'd like to touch on for, like, how crazy, like, shaming can be on the internet is, like, the mob mentality we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. Um, and, like, how like with the internet um, like the algorithm kind of like sorts you into, like, other people who think like you. Oh, absolutely. So you can't see, like, the other side. And that's, like, really important, like, to understand in life. So when you're out, like, in public, like, at a grocery store, you're probably going to see a whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of different ideas and opinions. Sure. But, like, when you're, like, on the Internet, you're with a bunch of like-minded people who think the same thing as you do. You you kind of get down into a, a, a hole of yeah. that. And that's how I, I think a lot of young people on the Internet get caught up into um, some... Negative world views. yeah, definitely because they they watch you know one hateful video on YouTube and then you the YouTube algorithm is like, Wow, okay, well, this is yeah. what you want, we're gonna send you a bunch of videos about feminists getting owned, and now you think all feminists act like this. Yeah, specifically. I, I remember when um, James Charles was canceled from YouTube. Oh my god, do you remember that, dude? Yeah, um, so and I'm still not completely caught up with what happened, okay? So, like. Okay, so here was like the whole like last scandal that I remember. I haven't really been keeping up with James Charles since the whole Tati Westbrook scandal. <laughs> right. Right. So apparently Tati Westbrook she released a video these are makeup um YouTubers. These, yeah, these by are the makeup way. YouTubers. And um, Tati Westbrook she has her own line of like makeup and like mm. makeup vitamins and all the things to make <laughs> your yep. like hair grow. And apparently she was the one who like built James Charles. Like yeah. he like went to her wedding yeah. and all of that stuff. She was his she was his mentor. She yeah. took him under. Yeah, that's her what wing. that's what that was her side of it. And basically she was like She called, like, James out about, like, a whole bunch of, like, stuff. And, like, she called him out for, like... Predatory She said he was, like, a predator. Yeah. And then it made her, like, uncomfortable. Specifically to young boys. But another thing I thought was really weird that she mentioned was, Mm -hmm. like, how he partnered with with her competing brand and how she didn't let that go. That was, like, that was weird for me. Yeah, so... If you don't know, the makeup community is crazy roughly. yes it's absolutely so she has she had her own hair skin and nails gummies wasn't it something yeah, like that yeah and then he he part was partnered on his YouTube channel or or he went to he went to Coachella right um, with passes bought for him by a different hair skin and nails gummies mm-hmm. and so then she kind of blew up on YouTube about all yeah. of his predatory actions oh and also he partnered with yeah. my competitor and so people were like When James Charles, like, came back against her, he kind of pulled that out, too. He was like, well, it's kind of suspicious that you're fighting me with... That. Yeah. So that that really affected my YouTube feed. Because yeah. Because I remember, like, after I watched the, t- the two apology videos and, like, the two, like, videos, like, of them, like, slandering each other. Mm. Like, just my YouTube feed was live stream after live stream of James Charles's subscriptions and subscribers yeah. going down. And that's just, that's so mean. To watch the number. Now that I think about it, like, because that's, like, your whole life if you're a YouTuber. Yeah, and not necessarily talking specifically about his case. Yeah. Um, because... You know, yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not well. I'm, informed, not, well, but, I'm not well versed enough. I'm, I'm just a yeah. another watcher on the web. I think but. it's safe to say he did. He did something bad. But I think in any case, it, it kind of it, it's really um, it's really odd yeah, that people, celebrities are weird. That people are like <laughs> tracking the number of followers. I guess as can they're be, going like, down an obsession because like you put like this person on like a pedestal and then you're watching them fall. Yeah, like that's like that's, that's crazy. absolutely crazy. And then, it was it was a bunch of people that used to like idolize him that were like defacing like his stuff that they bought like they spent like probably hundreds of dollars on mm-hmm. like all his like merchandise and things like that yeah so do you have so with with twitter you kind of have that fear of like i could say something wrong I well do something yeah, wrong. but I also in my opinion I don't use Twitter enough. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I use for my Twitter it's literally just the daily wordle and like yes. a few commentary about like french fries and things like that oh, and yeah. like responding to like my friends. The conversation of um the four types of french fries, curly Steak, shoestring, okay, I and really disagreed waffle. with you on that, but and I wasn't th- gonna put that on. Okay, really quick, we're gonna derail. I said out of those four types, steak, curly, waffle, and shoestring, I said shoestring should go. No, that's the best kind. Is that the best that's kind? That's the best kind. Are you sure? A hundred percent. Okay, 100%, it's one hundred percent. Which cru- one? It's crunchy enough. But That's I delicious. could argue you could argue that like waffle like a good Chick-fil-A no steak a fries have fry? to go steak fries steak have to go steak fries are they too thick they're too thick and they're like they're kind of like not cooked enough in the middle for me okay yeah I don't know what it is I like a thick fry I like a like a whole potato you like them big I like them big yeah and the shoestrings are too skinny they're too small like I, like I don't feel like I'm eating scrwny. skinny and scrawny <laughs> I like them skinny and scrawny yeah no I feel like they're too Small. I feel like I'm not. I'm not eating. I need. I need to eat something and feel like I'm well, eating something. Well, I just. I just eat a ton of tiny French fries. Okay, like, That's fair. just my stick. But can we? Can we? Can we? So you okay. think shoestring is the favorite? I, I'm just going to oh, say yeah. really quick curly fries. Shoestring or waffle or curly fries or curly fries. Curly are fries are so because they're curly seasoned. fries from Arby's. Oh my god. Oh. Like my goodness. The best fries. So I would argue that. But I'm a texture girl. I'm just going to say that before we go back to the subject. I like curly fries because of the, the curl. And I mm. like waffle fries because of the waffle. And shoestring fries are just one line. And I just can't get with it. I mean, yeah. I like it. I'll eat it. You know, I love fries. But if I had to pick one to go, it'd be the, well, the basic like, bitch. I think it just shoestring makes me happy because... You know what? And I love that for you. Yeah, so I because <laughs> whenever I dip it in ketchup, um, like it just looks like a little match I'm holding. And yeah, I'm like, okay, well, I'm lighting my own candle su- to success in my... Yeah food so (laughs) and I yeah but I would argue that that steak fries pick up more ketchup and I like a lot of ketchup okay Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna veer off we're gonna get get back back. get rid of that so you you get on Twitter um but you're not you're not on Twitter that much but you you think that like everybody kind of is I am I would I would argue that I'm I'm definitely on Twitter every day Mm -hmm. um and I was just talking to one of my mutuals on there Devlin um and we were talking about how um I kind of like I over, I definitely overshare on social media, which is why it can become a, a negative thing. It, it can become a negative thing for many, many reasons. You're, yeah. you're um, consuming too much media in one day. Like mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's equipped to deal with that much news um, or. Like, seeing that many people, knowing that many people, things like that. But I would also argue it's it's brought a lot of interesting people into my life. Yeah. To talk to, to relate to. There's a lot of people that I knew. I went to a Tyler the Creator concert Aww. a couple of days ago. He's my favorite artist of all time. Yeah, th- um, that looked really cool it whenever so you good. posted about it. But um, a lot of people that I met through Twitter were actually, like, there. Um, and we're all, we were all talking about it. And it's kind of cool that people my age, I can, I can, like meet and communicate and become friends with people my age all through this one app without you could have done that you could have done that like 20 years ago no and 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 i wouldn't have i don't think i would would have ever met them some of these people um if i hadn't been on twitter and we hadn't like matched up at the same time um which i i find that that's a really like valuable thing to like be able to make a friend make friends with people it's kind of like the way i saw it that's that's definitely something i struggle with online mm -hmm. because i like i don't trust people online yeah like because i never know like who's hiding behind like their username or i don't know if you're real real. i don't know if you're a catfish right so i just i don't like ever dm people like i i definitely like i definitely feel envious of all of you guys um -hmm. who like make friends like online because like it's not something i can do easily right I, i mean i think Honestly, I think it's just, like, you, you fall into the right circles, and you're, you're on it more. So then yeah. you, you begin to, like, mutuals, basically, like, you follow someone, and then you follow everybody they follow, mm-hmm. and then you start, like, making connections through the people that you already know in real life. That's kind of how I yeah. made the friends. Um, but it is hard, because you you really don't know. And, and Yeah. No, and I got Twitter in, like, January, so I only have, like, 20 followers, like, mm-hmm. 16, probably. And this, this conversation of, like, performative, like, when, when you're on Twitter even though i'm i'm like oversharing 90% of the time i still find that like i'm performing and i know other people are performing as well because when you're public like that you you're not going to you're not going to say everything you you're obviously posting these things because you know other people are going to see them other people are going to react to them um and so with that you never know if someone's really genuine um you you can't tell if what they're saying is true or if they're being ironic yeah. or if that's know. another thing like with like tone online like you can't tell like because it's literally just like a bunch of words You're right like it's not you can't see the person's expression it's not like a book where it says like oh she smiled as she said this <laughs> yeah or like oh my gosh his his like brows turned into like a little a straight line like he was <laughs> right. so angry like, right <laughs> like you can't you can't tell that yeah, um, tone indicators are a cool thing on Twitter or, or in, in social media in general. Oh, really? So yeah, like, so like, like are you SRS or like J? Is that is that what that means? Yeah. So when people do like slash SRS, that means like they're serious. or okay. Slash J, they're joking. That's cool. Slash HJ is like half joking, but they're not normalized nearly enough. Like like you didn't know. No. Yeah. For people to like completely know them, and I think they they are very useful. They I think they were brought forward because of neurodivergent people online because you can't you especially can't tell when someone like even more with the contacts you can't tell. Yeah. Um, so it's it's difficult. But I think I think those are really helpful. But still like online, people are performing all the time. You never know if someone's being genuine or if someone and and I just think that's a harmful part of yeah. social media going into Instagram. Instagram is the most performative app, the most performative Okay. Here's thing. here's my thing with Instagram. Like the one thing that I do that I think has helped me Become a lot more like open and able to post whatever I want and mm-hmm. not be such a perfectionist about it. Mm-hmm. Is the thing I do. I hide my like count. I love that. So yeah. nobody else can see how many likes I get, and I don't see unless I like click on it. And I right. and I don't need to see. No, like that. That's for me, in my opinion. Like if I want to post my friends, be like, hey, I love the people I'm with. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's my that's my opinion on it. I think that's a really good point of view. I'm I I haven't been <laughs> I have actually. Haven't been on Instagram in probably two to three years consecutively. Like, I've, when people, sometimes people will mention someone and they'll be like, do you remember her from high school? Or do you remember this person? Do you know this person? And I'll, I'll go on Safari, look up Instagram, and then look, sign in and look them up. Or like i'll archive posts or something yeah. like that like you only have one post right i think i was yeah. i literally looked at your instagram the other day because i was like oh i wonder if emmy posted I, anything i need to i definitely like i have this i have this like feeling that i, I really want to post but yeah. i don't want to post for the wrong reasons do you know what i mean and it sounds yeah. ridiculous to say that yeah. but i wouldn't want to post on instagram mm-hmm. for other people i would want to yeah. post i think i had a good time i look nice yeah and i find that like I already stress yeah, post for you. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I started doing. Like I don't, yeah. I don't care. I don't I, care. I find that I already stress about, you know, how I'm being perceived, as everyone does. When you add Instagram to mm-hmm. it, you're kind of, it's a, it's pictures of you for everyone to see, and it that adds a lot of stress because you're like, oh, if people are going to see me, it has to look really good, or it yeah. has to mean something, and and it, it sounds ridiculous. If you don't experience this, I would consider you very lucky. Um, because I think it's a societal thing now. I think especially in a lot of young people. Definitely with young people, I we, think. Yeah, like and all begin. the filters on like oh on God. every like camera that you see on like, TikTok, or like anything really. Because like all I'll like I'll like whenever I take a picture on Snapchat or something, I'll like oh let me put a filter on because right. like my acne looks really bad today, mm-hmm. um, and it'll like it won't even change that much. It'll just like blur like my pores and everything, and I'm like wow okay (laughs) right (laughs) like i could look this much better (laughs) right it it creates this like sense that that there's something wrong with the way that you organically look yeah it's kind of toxic that's very harmful to believe that like you you could always look at yourself and be like oh i I, you know oh like for me for example i have acne i would look in the mirror and i'd be like oh i want to change that but you should never look at yourself based on a filter, something that's, you know, fake. You, yeah. No one looks like that. And if they do, then they've probably altered themselves. It's harmful to look at yourself yeah. and compare it to something that's computer generated, I think. Yeah, that's definitely a hard topic to talk about. I'm also never on Snapchat, speaking of Snapchat. Me neither. Snapchat? Like, <laughs> oof. Like, I'm rarely on there. Like, my, I think my Snap score is, like, um, 34 Hundred or something okay. like that. I have no idea what that or, even means. <laughs> or like thirty-four thousand. Like a, yeah. oh, okay. It's so like a snap. A, a snap score is like how much you like snap other people and how many like snaps you get. Okay. Like mine's like three four comma zero 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 something. Thirty-four thousand. Okay. Yeah. Like thirty-four thousand. So that's how many snaps you've sent. Like snaps. Like I think it's sent and received. But I'm not. That's, I'm not hundred percent sure. That feels like a lot, but I guess maybe not. Like other people have like like. 100,000 or like 300,000. I have I'm to like, check that. And I'm like <laughs> I feel kind of bad cuz I'm like do I not like talk to the, the people right? I care about enough? But like, I I think that like if we're going to talk about Snapchat, we have to discuss streaks. Streaks are something that I think we should all leave. Yeah, I don't I don't care about them. <laughs> no. Like they're very middle school, very um like WCW Women Crush yeah, Wednesday. My oh Man Crush my gosh, 11/11. Make a wish. <laughs> my dailies. Yeah, um uh, if any man in college, I think, any any man past probably grade 11 is still sending out streaks, I think that's... Well, a, like, I'll... Okay, I'll send, like, one streak every, like, once in a while because, yeah. like, I want to, like, like, talk to people, but I don't know how to start a conversation, so I'm like, here's a streak of, like, what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> I just... Yeah, I think that's funny. I'm never on Snapchat, um, but I think it's still, like, weirdly part of, like... Our culture, and I find it odd that Mm -hmm. a lot of Snapchat is people sending just pictures of their face back and forth. Like, there's never any text. I I've always found that really odd. Whenever I receive a Snapchat from someone, and it's just their face, like it's just a picture. I'm like, okay, you look nice, but like. Or or even if they're not even in it, like if, they, yeah. if it's a picture of their ceiling. Well, like, like if I look good, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna send right. this to like all my friends. Yeah. Be like, I look hot. <laughs> I think that's important. I think uh, if you think you look good, if you think your friends will like. But if it's someone, if it's like an acquaintance or someone I met or something like that, and they just send me a picture of their wall. Yeah. Or like I'm like. Well, some if people you want also don't know how to like start a conversation, so they're true. like, here's a picture of my face, and then I'll be like, oh hey, I haven't talked to you in forever. Right. But what I've seen is is people sending pictures of their face just back and forth. Yeah. Without text, I find that so. Yeah, odd. I think it's funny. It's. Funny. I, I don't. I don't really know how we got here. Like yeah. in society, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I want to look at your face. I'm going to send you a picture of my face, and we're just going to do that back and forth. Like I will see. I will see people just taking a Snapchat and sending it, receiving a picture of their. Yeah. Like. What are we? It's it's kind of like sitting in what a room. Are we doing? What are we doing? It's kind of like <laughs> sitting in a room with someone and just staring at them. Like what are we like accomplishing? What a, what a, we're not what, saying anything. What are we doing right now? Right. We're just we're, <laughs> just we're just we're just two people living. Yeah. No. Just like acknowledging each other's existence. Maybe that's what it is. In some yeah. weird. Well, because everybody way. wants to be acknowledged in some way. I guess. Yeah. So I think that's why we post, and that's why we have Twitter. Oh yeah, and absolutely. We want to be seen. There's a quote I like to think about. It's, to be desired is perhaps the closest anybody in this life can reach to feeling immortal. That's John Berger. Berger? Yeah. Berger. Well, like, another thing is, like, we also kind of immortalize ourselves online. We do. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Um cuz like you can look back and be like oh my gosh I posted this picture on Instagram when I was 12 years old right. and like that's like kind of a moment frozen forever and i, I and like i talked about this with other people and like mm-hmm. how like if i didn't take pictures like i wouldn't remember like anything like yes. cuz like now that i like all like look back at pictures and be like oh my gosh i forgot this happened on this day my um, memory and is like, shot I'm, anyway yeah, but i'm i'm glad um, that people take pictures of me even when I might hate it in the moment, because I don't like my picture being taken. Yeah, like, <laughs> me me either. Oh yeah, my god, like you, no. like your mom on Facebook. My mom oh posts my pictures god. of me and my family. That is the rawest, the rawest, the rawest and, photos anyone's and ever taken to The, the most genuine. Mm-hmm. That's where people will see you at your core, is on your mom's Facebook <laughs> your page. your mom's Facebook page. Because no or one. Or your grandma's. Oh my like, god. That's like an extra level. Yeah. like Ugh. Yeah, so you, know, you want to hear a funny story? Yes. So, um my grandma has Facebook, right? And my grandma, my mom and my sister all like came up like in her little RV to like mm-hmm. come hang out with me for a week and like Cute. say hi, see how I was doing at college. Mm-hmm. Um, and my grandma she posted like a collage on Facebook, and it's all like, these pictures of my sister and like she's like just looking at the camera awkwardly like why are you taking a picture and like there's like this one like comment she said look at her shoes look how spiffy they are it's just a picture of like her shoes with like dirt on them (laughs) what (laughs) actually like i don't know if there's dirt like my sister loves her shoes like just a picture of her shoes yeah because because my sister loves her shoes right like um like, she has, like, a pair of, like, um, Nike like Jordans, like, oh, that yeah. she got for her birthday. Oh, yeah. And my grandma's like, look at her spiffy shoes. They're so spiffy. I know. And that then so my sister grandma. was like, oh, my gosh, Grandma, why would you do yeah, that that's that's to a me? That's true grandma love right there. Yeah. Well, like, she does it out of love. She doesn't do it to embarrass you. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, with with being taken, with pictures being taken of you and, like, you're kind of like you are kind of like in a time capsule. Yeah, and like a little weird. And, and just like with concerts, to, to bring up concerts again, like I will never, I never remember. Like I mean, I usually I will remember some things, but like I like to look back at the videos and oh. stuff. Well, I think that's the opposite for me. Really, I don't think I'll ever forget. Like especially if I'm like feeling an intense an intense emotion in mm. the moment. Like, that's something I'll never forget. Like, there's definitely, like, core memories of me literally, like, doing nothing. But, Mm -hmm. like, I'm so happy, like, in the moment. Like, watching, like, my friends talk to each other and everyone being, like, so happy. I'm, like, okay, this is, like, when I'm really happy I'm going to remember this moment. I'm going to store it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, like, categorize it in my little brain file, I guess. I have a question, though. Do you have memories from when you were younger where, like this i did this where you're young and you just kind of like you're laying in your room and you're like i'm gonna remember this forever yes and then you just rem- and yeah. it's nothing it's okay. absolutely nothing can i tell you my favorite one yes okay so when i was in fourth grade i used to play the violin mm-hmm. um i was in elementary school so and then whenever we would go play an instrument we would have to go to the band or orchestra trailer mm-hmm. and there was like me and like five other kids like in orchestra and like it was like a trailer outside it was really hot it was in the little summer and we were taking our like orchestra final like quiz or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there with my, like my violin propped up on my shoulder and I just look out the window and I see like dust like kind of like like filtering like through the through the window and, like mm-hmm. all like it's all gold and everything's like beautiful and I'm like wow, I'm going to remember this moment. Yeah. And I haven't forgotten it. Like I still remember like the way the room yeah. smells. Yes. And I still remember my teacher um, It's so crazy. I think that's insane. One of mine, many of them are are really dumb. I don't know why I decided to remember them. I just wanted to (laughs) practice. I wanted to practice if I could remember something. Um, It's me laying on the floor at the top of my steps leading down to the basement. My mom is downstairs doing laundry, and I'm looking up at the ceiling. And I was in my volleyball uniform. So I was probably in sixth grade, getting like about to leave for volleyball practice. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking at the ceiling, and I was like, "I'm gonna remember this forever." And I still remember it. Hopefully, I think it would be a really good test of time. Yeah. If I remembered this all the way up until I was probably yeah 50. until the day I died, or something Or until like the day that. I died on, yeah, my like, I'm I'm like, on my deathbed, I'm like on oh, my deathbed, i like, I remember that time I watched <laughs> dust go through the window. Or I remember wearing my <laughs> knee pads for volleyball. Yeah, it's like insane. putting them on. Oh my god. So like another crazy thing, like going back to like technology and stuff, is like how much time we spend online. Oh yeah. So I think we should do a little test to see how addicted we are. Yeah, to and how our non non addicted you are. How how well, you? Well, I, you... I don't know, because literally like two nights ago, I stayed up all night reading a book on my phone and I finished it. Like okay. I, I finished I it. Would in one night. Produ- I would consider that product. I believe there are two different types of screen time. Productive. Well, I mean it's kind of labeled like that, but there's productive and then there's brain numbing um, consumption of media and I think 90% of what I'm doing on my phone or on my laptop or anything is the brain numbing one because I find that like I I'll just be bored yeah. or anxious yeah or lonely or sad or definitely and I'll just get on my phone and just scroll until mm, I'm tired and I that's also really bad but let's look at our screen time okay so I want to look at my time. let me go to my settings mm-hmm. let's see how do I okay it's right there okay so my what's your daily average oh my god okay what's your daily average so my daily average as of right now yeah. is seven hours wow. and 18 minutes well mine's four hours and 25 minutes oh my god so three hours less i was yeah. expecting a lot less no me, honestly. no well like i've been on it a lot more recently mm-hmm. for reading and stuff yeah because no. like because like i'm like sucked in and i go. and i i listen to music all the time so I does is that have considered on. screen time? Because I think screen time is only when it's like, oh well, when your screen is on. I don't know. Oh well, I can see Let's all activity. See. Oh, so look at your activity. What's your most used app? So Spotify. <laughs> my most use my most uses messages with forty six minutes. That makes sense. That that definitely. Like, and then Instagram with eighteen minutes, TikTok with sixteen minutes, Safari with seven minutes, um, the website for the college for <laughs> library for two minutes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, I just realized, actually, I gave you the wrong one. That was for today. I've been on Spotify oh, okay. the most today. But overall this week, I was on TikTok for 10 hours. Okay. Yeah, this makes sense. So my books was six hours and 49 minutes. So I was reading a book six for hours. six seven hours. But I would consider that straight. productive. I think that's good. But how... Are, how, how how can someone be on TikTok for 10 hours? Like that is embarrassing. Is that for me. yours? Yes. That was yours? Mine was mine's 1 hour and 8 minutes like I, for the week. It's crazy cuz it's like it's doom scrolling. But like scrolling. That, take, that takes a lot of your time. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz it's doom scrolling. It's like you get on the app and yeah. they lure you in and they have those little mandatory videos sprinkled in Uh where they're like oh you've been scrolling for what is it you've been scrolling for way too long oh no i block those you block (laughs) yeah (laughs) like don't remind me yeah no no but i i get those a lot because i've been on i get on the app for so long yeah and they don't work for me the only the only ways i've gotten off of the app other than just i'm done with the app Mm -hmm. um is there are videos from like actual tiktok users they're not like advertisements um yeah. or, or like tiktok mandated videos yeah. to tell you to get off it's it's people on tiktok being open and they're and they're posting videos saying how long have you been on this on this app um really i haven't i haven't come across any of those. a lot it's a, a lot of self-reflecting videos that come up in my tiktok i don't know why yeah well, so should we should we go on tiktok right now you know and what? See what let's the first, like the first yeah let, let's see what's on you, your for you page first Oh, OK. My first one is one of my mutuals, um, a video from the Phoebe Bridgers show. OK. They, they, yeah. Um oh my god. I want to see It her. looks really cool. Um, That's nice. My second one's another friend talking about um, being neurodivergent. <laughs> um, <laughs> I find out a lot of, like, our, our for you pages are probably pretty different. I might get the Phoebe Bridgers one, actually. Yeah, mine's a lot of, like, um, commentary with my mutuals and stuff like that. I also really really cool I get a lot of comedy really I think that's the I think that's 90% of my TikTok for you pages like it's, like little clips from like comedian sketches not even it's the amateur it's 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 just funny things happening on TikTok. Oh, okay. so like I can't even explain it because it, w- it wouldn't do it it's just like so sp- like is it like someone like Cody Co. not right. even someone presenting themselves as a comedian although love Cody Co. I watch a lot of that okay um, it, it, it's people it's just funny videos but like to the point where it's like that's all i'm consuming on tiktok it's nothing it's nothing that's like informing me or or benefiting me in any way it's just funny video funny video keep watching or food i get a lot of food videos yeah a lot of cooking i love the videos of people who like make food for like their pet and then their pet just like eats it yes those are so i cute. love those this is so cute i really like the videos where it's like chefs but it's the really fast cut paste, yeah. Like, yeah. Chopping, like chopping. Like in the like, middle of the woods and someone like yes! makes it over fire. <laughs> yes, I like this too. Those yeah. are funny. Yeah, so I get, a, I get a lot of cooking videos, I get a lot of comedy, and then probably a lot of music too. But I, the reason I like TikTok so much is because it is just, it never ends. OK. OK, for our last, our last uh, little bit here, um, I think I want us to rank our favorite um, YouTubers. Okay, I think that'd be fun. Many? You want to do three? We could do three. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see my subscriptions. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? Let me look at mine, too. When I'm on YouTube, I don't necessarily have yeah. specific YouTubers I go to. I kind of just, like, you just fuck on around on the app. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I... Okay. I watch a lot of, like, historical, like, sewing stuff. Like, don't judge me. I'm low-key. Like, I a, love that. I'm, like, I'm, like a little... Like I'm a little grandma or something like that. <laughs> no, I love that. um, I think so, we should em- embrace our grandma tendencies, let's so see. I really like Bernadette Banner. she's like this like nineteenth century historical costume maker. you showed yeah, her yeah, she lives in New York, yeah, um, I think it's pretty cool, yeah, yeah, I think she's really cool, and she makes like a ton of like review videos about like um historical movies and how accurate their costumes are and everything mm-hmm. like that, okay, um, let's see. What else is on my feed? Like I haven't been on YouTube in a hot minute. Oh, look in your subscriptions. I, I, love, I love, um, Katya and Percy <gasps> Mattel. I oh. love, I love their little, um, podcast thing. Yeah, I love their podcast. They're so it's, funny. It's like, oh, uh, they're so funny. Oh my god. Yeah, they just talk yeah. about whatever they want. Yes, which I think it's it's enlightening. Yeah. So that's actually I think that's my number one. I think I'm gonna put Bernadette Banner at three. Okay. Um just for, like, kicks and giggles, I guess. Um, um, and I'm going to say number two, like, I'll just, like, fall asleep, like, listening to, like, ASMR, rain, oh, absolutely. like, rain videos. Absolutely. Like, it's raining and, like, it's thundering. But, like, like, sleep aid stuff, like, I don't know why. Like, yeah. that's just my whole YouTube. I think we should erase the stigma around ASMR. I think a lot of people think it's weird. It is pretty weird. It is weird. It's really weird. I will say it's weird, okay? Because I also listen to the ASMR where it's, like, whispering. And I find... Oh, like, people telling you, like, a story. I'm going to be very open on this podcast. I actually... I listen to a lot of ASMR. And, yes, it's yeah. whispering. And yeah, my I'll sister to, like, hates it. Yeah, I like, people doing, like, stories, like, to sleep.
1: My favorite
0: um, ASMR ASM artist, I think, would actually be Mia ASMR. Mia ASMR. I don't think I have, like, a favorite ASMR person I definitely switch it around yeah because there's also what's her name like I don't know I just like the people who tell me like horror stories and stuff I think that's funny I do (laughs) like that so I would probably say I think I think right now in my life Uh because I'm I'm not watching YouTube as much as I am maybe I used to I think yeah. my favorite YouTube channel right now is Good Mythical Morning. Shout oh, okay. out, shout out, my shout friend out, Nick. Shout out to Nick. Nick Nicholas Titus. He he loves Good Mythical Morning. He'll be on the podcast and talk about it for a good bit. Yeah, but I, I look forward to watching yeah. that, epi- or listening to that episode. <laughs> I appreciate it, but I um I really like Good Mythical Morning right now. Yeah, and I've been listening to them probably since eighth earlier, eighth grade mm. or earlier, probably earlier. Um, so right now I I just love them and I yeah. think they're really fun to watch. Um, I'll definitely look into it. So, yeah, I think my top would be Good Mythical Morning. Mm -hmm. You know, this is going to be hard. I think my second would probably, based on how much I've been consuming of YouTube lately, which is little, um, my second would probably be that ASMR artist, Mia ASMR. I think she's just really nice and erase the stigma around ASMR, okay? Because some of us need help to sleep. Um, And then I think my third would probably be drew gooden which actually he's really high up on my scale but okay. i haven't been watching him as much lately he is he's the funniest youtuber okay. like he's up there with cody co noel um danny gonzalez i don't know any of curtis connor you would definitely enjoy them so you should <laughs> definitely watch them but yeah yeah like a lot of people are like 'Cause I don't know celebrities or things like that. Like I didn't know like Mac Miller died like like last week and he told me. Like I didn't know he died in twenty eighteen. Yeah, that that was that was an unfortunate conversation we had to have. (laughs) But um you made me relive it. But yeah, so that's my uh, tier list for today, and I think our time is running out. Yeah. So thank you so much for being well, on the thank podcast. You for me. This has been very yeah, fun. Yeah, it was, it was great. And thank you for listening. Thank you to our guest Shelby Bandelow again. I really appreciate you being here. Um, I'm your host Emmy Huff, and this has been the Soapbox. The soap-